0: Hello guys, this is Bharti Girdhar bringing you yet another episode of Design Wise. This episode is a special one for me. Now here is an interior designer I want you to meet today. And this designer I have aspired to meet for the longest time. Being a woman designer, I understand we have our own set of unique challenges. And those are the ones I want to highlight through a series of interviews. Today, I'm delighted to present to you Payal Kapoor one of my favorite interior designers and why not only I admire her design, also admire her for her opinions on how a project should be handled and how it should be managed. So without further ado, let's get started on yet another episode of Wind Beneath My Wings. Hi, Payal.
1: Hi, how are you uh, Bharti? Nice to have you with me, finally. <laughs> I know,
0: finally. Uh, but I'm so yeah. glad to hear you today. And I'm sure uh, all these budding interior designers would also love to hear uh, your, about your journey and about your experiences, Fire. Well,
1: I hope I can do justice to it. I'm sure you will. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. So, uh,
0: without uh, any delay, let me just ask you... Uh, with the very first question, Payal, uh, I hear you graduated uh, around 1987. And you started right. working when you were uh, your own practice when you in about say, 1990. Uh, right. I would want to know, uh, because that is I, I think that's something similar uh, that we have in common is that we st- started around a similar time frame. And design was not the same back then, the aspirations of people were not same back then. I want to know from you, what were your challenges when you began uh, your practice?
1: See, the time, that time, you know, there was no Google, no Wikipedia, no social media. So it was all word of mouth. Yeah. And uh, not too many people actually wanted to get interiors done because, you know, uh, things were not that happening. So kind of it was limited to hotels and, you know, kind of sort of commercial properties uh, yeah. and very uber luxe homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a very niche kind of a uh, profession let's put it this way and my expertise was basically in five-star hotels because uh, the company that I kind of interned with and then thereafter I started working with was mm-hmm. virtually doing most of the Oberoi hotels and you know uh, very uh very upmarket properties uh, so uh, my exposure per se was i could only think of palaces and hotels and things like that so, so and of course we were doing homes uh, also but the homes were of a very different different category you know mm-hmm. so uh, once kind of I started I launched out on my own Mm -hmm. Um, the the challenge of course was that who's going to take me you know who's going to take my services because um, I was I was like a young person in my early 20s and how's uh, Mm -hmm. a five-star hotel going to just suddenly give it to me on a platter it doesn't happen yeah. like that yeah so i have to kind of uh, go out there scout around for work because i came from a service background and i there was nobody in my family who was in a business so i was the first one to deflect uh mm-hmm. per se where this is concerned and uh secondly you know to go out there and to start looking out for um uh, jobs etc so but i was fortunate enough that i started i started on a smaller scale i started doing homes for people and then you know how it is that it's word of mouth which kind of mm-hmm. spread and then uh thereafter like the imperial hotel in delhi in the way in way back in 1990 1991 was uh, we they were adding their one complete block the h block you know the mm-hmm. h wing so okay. i was uh, uh i mean i approached them and uh they asked me that you know why should you okay fine you have a lot of experience in hotels as I can as we as we can see and palace properties and timeless properties but you know why should we actually take you on because there yeah. you were working with somebody mm-hmm. and here you're approaching us directly so I said look uh There again, I was working for somebody, all right. But I have evolved, Mm -hmm. and I do have my own certain style. And a property like yours would need a lot of time, which a senior professional can't give you. You know, Mm -hmm. I will, I will be totally, totally dedicated to this, uh, uh, you know, to this particular job, um, Mm -hmm. and assignment. So uh, I was fortunate enough that they kind of accepted my, uh, you know, they accepted me and they gave me the opportunity and I really put in a lot of hard work for one year and then we did the Imperial Hotel, we did the 60 rooms, we did the corridors and, you know, a couple of public areas Mm -hmm. and that's how the journey started. And then thereafter, since I was in, involved with umed Bhavan Palace, Jodhpur, uh, in 1998, I kind of went back to Na- Jodhpur uh, family again, and I kind of approached them that you know if uh, you want renovations done, and I yeah, I would be happy to give my services because right from 1990 uh, 1987 till 1989 90, I was involved with umed Bhavan mm-hmm. while I was working for somebody else, and. Uh, but i was totally hands on so they were very happy to have me back mm-hmm. and right from 1990 uh, till ni- or 1992 mm-hmm. till 2005 i was involved with umed bhavan so i did virtually the complete revamping of umed bhavan palace oh. uh, name an area and i was uh, i had done that and i worked very closely with Babji and maharani saiba mm-hmm. and the other you know uh, teams of umed bhavan um, mm-hmm. royalty and there was there's a lot that i got to learn and since um, you know, my forte was uh, doing a lot of palace properties because uh, uh, heritage and palace properties. So I kind of um, started doing all of that. And then anyway, in 95, uh, you know, Palace and Wheels happened to me. Mm-hmm. I happened to win that project. It was an All India Project competition. Mm-hmm. So we had stalwarts like Maharani Gayatri Devi, His Highness yeah. uh, Maghapur and... Colonel Bhavani Singh and Narendra Kumari Kabar and all the people who were the stalwarts of Rajasthan who knew actually authority on Rajasthan and the royalty of Rajasthan so they were on the panel and, and I gave my presentation and it got it kind of got selected amongst uh, 200 people and then you know shortlisting of 80 and then 8 and then down to one uh, but this was a train this was not really a, a palace property and it was something that was moving mm-hmm. and it had a lot of research 17, uh, state, you know, uh, 14 erstwhile princely states had to be researched upon and there was extensive amount of studies but the good thing was that I was uh, already doing a lot of palace properties mm-hmm. so I knew exactly how the Rajasthan, Mewar, Marwad and Rathaur, Gharanas work mm-hmm. and um, so it I won't say it was easy, it was not that easy because, you know, it was a turnkey project, it was not just designing Yeah. so if it's just designing then it's different but here I was um, right from Kashmir to Kanyakumari, handling my own teams and giving uh, job opportunities and this uh, fantastic opportunity to be a part of the gateway of India virtually because yeah. this was something that was, uh, you know, we were number 10 in the world in the month, mm-hmm. the 10 best trains oh. in the world. Mm-hmm. And then once we finished doing it, we got India down to number one position. And we beat Royal Scotsman and Orient Express and all of them hollow. So mm-hmm. that was a great huge feather in our caps because it was also an honor to do something for the country and bring, uh, you know, laurels to the country. Mm-hmm. So it is a good experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I like I said, I always say that there is no shortcut to honesty, focus and hard work. Yeah. Uh, because if you are like that, and then, you know, you do justice to your work and you're transparent in what you do, mm-hmm. you create that certain amount of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Uh, work automatically comes to you you know you don't have to go running behind work yes initially if yes, you do because uh, you know why would work come to you because you do and then you know once your work kind of uh, uh, starts speaking for itself um, mm-hmm. you know you've done a couple of good projects like I did the GD Goenka school that that was again the first
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the, the air-conditioned building uh, in Delhi uh, mm-hmm. you know as a school per se mm-hmm. I did get a lot of plaque but then well at the same time uh, you know this trend started of air conditioned schools and luxury schools and schools yes. are no longer schools, they're businesses now, mm-hmm. um, some of them. So then I did the Judy Goenka World School, ITL, DPS International buildings for the President and the Prime Minister of India. Uh, some of them were, you know, won by competition. So once you have projects like that, a lot of heritage hotels, mm-hmm. uh, trains, a couple of uh, trains that I did for the Indian railways, Uh, Then automatically, you know, the work uh, starts happening. Then, and if you look at the kind of work that I do, it's all a very mixed palette because Mm -hmm. I've done um, ships, I've done aircraft simulators, trains, schools, Mm -hmm. hotels, malls, uh, homes, of course, restaurants. So it's it's hospitals, you know, super speciality hospitals. So it's a mixed gambit. And uh, sometimes I look back and I say, okay, uh, God has been kind. Uh, but, uh, you know, like they say, Dil mange more. I don't think I've <laughs> really uh, stated my, uh, you know, the creative juices, I think there's more to come. And I always say, bring it on. Yes. The more challenging the project is, the better it is for me.
0: I think I'm more breathless than you just following up on the whole journey. <laughs>
1: But you know, okay, but it's out, been a nice journey. Yes.
0: Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm sure you know. It's like a uh, 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 you you have a streak going on for so many years. Not many of uh, others are lucky to get onto to pounce onto that, and in a way, everybody has their own journey. But what is coming out, Piyal, is. Uh, mainly that from the first uh, experience that you had, and then going on to the second one, and then there is no looking back. I think the confidence that that experience that initial experience gave you it, it probably I from where I am seeing
1: it, it fueled the rest of your journey. And one thing fed another, right? Yeah, because you know, you need to be passionate about what you do. It's not always about the money. Uh, Money was never the criteria for me. It was that uh I needed to whatever I did I wanted to do it well and no it's not true you know uh there have been huge ups and downs there was uh, there was a phase uh, way back in 94 where I was without work there mm-hmm. was virtually no work and after you know uh a full-on stream of work I mean work where I have been very very busy suddenly there was a vacuum. huge void yeah, yeah, yeah. vacuum yeah. so then of course then it kind of there was a jumping board of palace and wheels that happened yeah. and then you know series of other projects and then the next five years I was super busy then again there was a little lull of six months nothing happening and so it, it is like it just creates a high and a low in a professional's right. life because You want that thing to be smooth, you know, you want that whole journey to be streamlined, at least your, uh, your creative juices should flow. And there has to be some work, you have to be involved in something. So when that doesn't happen, then that is, of course, there, but then such is life, you know, it's not only in work, it also happens in your in every sphere of your life. In every sphere. So I, you I would want you. to
0: build a little bit, sorry, I'm interrupting you, but no, no. when you're talking about the lows, I would want you to talk a little bit more about them because when there was a lull or when there was a void, what is it what did you do did you go for an opportunity or opportunity just fell in your lap what did actually
1: no happen? no no it was sometimes it was, there were phases there were very bad phases when you know which a lot of people in this country unfortunately i am going to be very candid when i say it, mm-hmm. that they get work done and they don't pay horrible Sorry. horrible habit yes, especially yes. they the, it's a, it's kind of an exploitation for the younger lot yeah. You know, the younger lot who kind of, uh, they they also, uh, how do how do I say, uh, you give them a finger and they want to hold your hand, which yeah. is not nice, which I always tell the young people that, look, don't compromise ever. Nothing more important than your self-pride and your integrity, you Absolutely. know, and don't let don't let people take advantage of your uh, vulnerability and the, the situation just because you happen to be a fresher or you happen yeah. to just start out uh, fresh in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold your head held high, you know, hold your head high because at the end of the day, uh, work will come to you, if you're honest, Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a God watching above. So things will flow. But yes, there have been highs and lows. And in the during the low phase, what can you do? You know, you it's just a phase, it's just probably your, uh, your time, uh, which is not really, uh, you know, being a decent friend to you. Mm -hmm. And what happens is at times like that, uh, either there are two ways that a human mind reacts, either you succumb, and you say, Oh, my God, and you go into a kind of a, you know, real low, or what what you do is you, you have to kind of carry on doing your karma is what I feel, Mm -hmm. reach out, you know, uh, any little, any little lead that comes to you, Mm -hmm. you, uh, you know, you kind of uh, make use of it. I think that is what it is. I feel no work is um, small or big. It yeah. is your work is work, and you know even if it you just need to enjoy what you do. Yeah, there no, are times I, I think... when I've done very very small projects huh. because I like the client, I like the team I'm working with, I like the you know the confidence that the confidence that the client has in me, and I think that takes you a long way because uh, it's one good project done even if it's small, it's goodwill earned and a good client earned, you know, and that good client speaks volumes for you to other people and that's how the you know the word of mouth travels and you get it. Work. Yes. your reputation yes. and your goodwill so yes. very important to build that goodwill not only just with clients but even with vendors with mm-hmm. your own team your own office staff mm-hmm. everybody it has to be a full circle yeah you have, I, to, you have to work as a team
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think what you said about the small projects, you know, doing small projects, I always tell uh, the students, you know, look out for small opportunities. And if at all, you're not finding one, create one, because it is that one little step that they will take will take them to another you know, of course, you when you get a low, you sit down and you reflect on things, probably God is giving you some time to correct certain thing, do some course correction, or get some more power or get recharge, maybe God was giving you that time when you had a low, when you look back on a hindsight. So uh, if you take it positively, and you look at it that yes, you know, I'm the creator, and I'm, I'm the one who's going to, you know, provide myself with opportunities, and it's just not going to fall like an apple from a tree in your lap. I think that is what is going to fuel all of them, right? And this is what worked yeah. for you, Pile. When I'm looking at your journey, it is like, yes, of course, it's full of ups and downs, but it's your positivity that kept
1: you going. And the faith... Well, you have to. What choice do you have? Beggars can't yeah. be choosers. No
0: you, can't. <laughs> you know, no. No you never a beggar. <laughs> I don't No, I
1: mean so, like yeah. you know there yeah. were times like this when there was really no work and you know you kind of wonder okay yeah. uh, how's your uh, you know how the salary is going to be paid for etc cetera, etc cetera. Oh, yes. because yeah uh, you know those those that management also is very important because I also always tell my staff when you're in a profession like this, you are your own lawyer, own chartered accountant, own marketing, you know, you, you, you're your own MBA, your yeah. own CA. So you have to manage not just your profession, you have to manage the legality, you have to manage your time management, your uh, your financials, which is mm. so important. Obviously, if you're earning 10 rupees, you can't be spending 12, right? You have to spend only seven so yeah. that you keep a little margin for your office. Uh, tomorrow may, maybe there is no work and then you also pay your salaries and you know you have to make sure that all payments are done so your financial management time management all these things are so important right. and you learn over a period of time of course, so same teaches
0: you you have to wear all, all hats and juggle them as well yeah, and I sure, think, like sure. rightly said your experience uh, teaches you and also observation reading and nowadays social media you get so much of content out there you can read up and you can True. Basically, I think these youngsters have better chances than we ever had because there's so much knowledge, you know, that they get easily. The
1: knowledge is there. What they need to do is they need to hound the knowledge. Unfortunately, right. what is happening, Bharti, is that people are copy-pasting, which is not right because what happens is I see a lot of young interns who intern with me and uh, other people, you know, who are good interns and I take them on, as, on my roles, on the payrolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always tell them, like, currently we are doing... Let me tell you, uh, they're they're finding it a little difficult. We are doing contemporary. Mm -hmm. Then we are doing timeless properties. Then we do hospitals. Mm -hmm. uh, Suddenly, we are doing trains. Then suddenly, we are doing a property which is, uh, you know, very colonial uh, to a very, very modern property. So to fix into, you know, to fit into these very Vivid. uh, vivid kind of projects and to bounce into these kind of molds. Mm-hmm. Uh, my office uh, kids sometimes find it very difficult but what happens is like when they when I sit down on the board with them and I tell them okay this needs to be done like this and you do it you know from one little inspiration we build on it and okay. that is something I guess time will tell mm-hmm. and time will teach them these things but uh, no, but I think it's, it's a journey they need to enjoy I always tell them enjoy what you're doing you know yeah. and uh, don't just limit yourself of being I, I'm not going to spoon feed you I'll only give you that one little inspiration and you build on it. You're designers, you're all not draftsmen. Yeah. So behave like designers. Yes. That's think like very designers. important.
0: That, that's a very important yeah. point. I think most interior designers and the, also the impression the other people have of them is that, you know, they're draftsmen. They will design something and give it to us and our job is done. You're so right. No, no, it's no. Not I, you can't
1: impose. Uh, I cannot impose myself on clients as, as well as my staff. They all have to bloom. They all have to one day, you know, uh, I mean, spring up and probably start something on their own, their own venture. And for that, they need to uh, think uh, and think smart and think out of the box because like you said, you know the journey for me. I have see. I didn't know how to send an email. I didn't know how to do computers. I didn't know how to do Photoshop yeah. or you know even stupid things like on the phone. Mm-hmm. But I've learned so much from these youngsters. They every day they teach me something or the other. Okay, ma'am, this has to be done like this. this is, oh, I mean, I'm open to learning. And the day I feel, oh, I know it all, that's the end of my day. Absolutely, uh, is, yes, that's so nothing. True. Yeah, I'm evolving. They are evolving, and we all learn from each other. Not only from them, I learn from my labor. Because I have uh, somewhere, you know, my uh, third generation, people mm-hmm. who I started off with, their uh, grandkids are working with me now. So they are obviously uh, very savvy, you know, with a yeah. lot of other things. But the, yeah. the, uh, the first generation that started off with me is still uh, very, very hands-on because, you know, they, they are the mas- they are masters in their own thing. Yeah. I mean, skills, whether it's my carpenter right. or my mason or my electrician, plumber, whatever. Mm -hmm. every time at site there will be an issue Mm -hmm. and we need to resolve it we need to be one of there will never be a situation where there will not be a problem there will be a problem of course every every project is different yeah yeah yeah, it's time every project is different so we need to we need to kind of understand and work as a team. So, you know, when we go and they say, oh, ma'am, there is a problem. This be a problem, this is a problem. always tell them, okay, let's find a solution. Don't come to me with yeah. crying all the time. Okay, you know, now what to do? Now what to do? I said, I'm Don't not here. Don't be a here. part of I, the I,
0: problem. Be a
1: part of the solution is my mantra. There is a problem. In. There is a problem. Let's find yeah. a solution and move on. Correct, you know, yeah. that's the attitude that one has to work with. Otherwise, yes. the things can't happen. Correct. Yes, I know. Truly.
0: I mean, I, I, I so relate to all this that you are talking about. I'm sure whosoever is listening is able to get so much of experience because you're telling so many things in this one sentence. You only have to read in between lines to understand what all actually an entrepreneur or designpreneur needs to do. And to be yeah, and, and one thing that you're not saying, and that's why I said read between the lines. If a generation works with you of a of a craftsman or a worker yeah. works with you, that's a big eclot. Imagine two generations working with you that speaks volumes about your management.
1: And no, it's, is- uh, yeah, it's really fantastic when the, the boys who were working with their own hands, they all have you know, the fancy cars and the properties today. And it makes me feel very happy and proud proud. that they've done, you know, they've done well for themselves and they've also kind of this thing, but yes, they've not left me and I've not left them. And that I think uh, we've always worked as a team and, you know, they know, they understand I have, I can, I can have a bad temper. I can have my bad days, but that's only because I can't hear no, and I can't. I can't. I get irritated when somebody says it can't be done. Yeah. Why can't it be done? Let's try. Well, take it up as a challenge. Why can't it be done? Of course, it can be done, and let's do it. Yeah. Let's prove that we can do it. See, I'd never done a train in my life. I was all in my twenties when I started doing palace and wheels, mm-hmm. and uh, now I'd never done a train. I had no idea. But when I worked with fifteen hundred men in uh, ICF perambur Coach Factory and I'll give you an example I'll give you a yeah, small, please give me uh, an
0: example of working with because see there's so many of these young girls who come up to me and say madam Carpenter, se baat hai, because they don't respect yeah. us and uh, no, 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 no. Do, do you want to send a message because I, I keep I'm tired of telling them that in respect is
1: something that you need to earn from them right no it's uh, it's commanded it's never demanded firstly is, yeah. and secondly if you know your work like i when i left my first office and i started my second uh, journey that office was uh, something that they had these huge machines, mm-hmm. but they were lying redundant because unfortunately, they'd got into some governmental issues. Okay. So I set up a whole team uh, of carpenters, masons, plumbers or the whole thing and to take on turnkey projects. Okay. So when we started doing these turnkey projects and you know, also I, 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 when we started doing furniture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. uh so these guys uh, you know we I mean of course there are all kinds of people so mm-hmm. I would tell them can I, this is the working drawing you need to follow this in mm-hmm. the tenoning machine or in the molding press machine mm-hmm. we need to put set this profile and you know get this molding out slowly mm-hmm. steadily they realize that this this woman knows what she's yes. talking about yes. see if you know your wo- work they will respect you because they eventually you will catch up with them and you will be one up on them and they yes. will know that no we need to listen to her because what she has we don't have they have the skill, but they don't have the design expertise. Yeah. They cannot think uh, in three-dimensional, you know. They can't yeah. think. They can only think like, okay, kursi hai, but they can't figure out us hmm. kursi pe kapda kaisa lagna hai, wo kursi, ke saath jab lagegi, so that is your job. Yeah. And no, no, one, two, two, if you two, can
0: elaborate on this and just tell me, because they also struggle with when the client comes back to them and say, Ki, we are going to hire a carpenter and we are not going to hire an interior designer. What is, how hmm. should they convince them? Because they, 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 they're like, you know, they're losing to a carpenter or a contractor.
1: Yeah. So what they need to do first and foremost, please tell them that they need to get everything very clear on paper now when a client comes to me whether it's a turnkey or a consultancy India's problem is that nobody wants to pay a consultant to make drawings yeah, they feel like drawing ki kya hai, uh-huh. you know, I mean, ye waisi ban se ke. but they don't realize that when we are doing a concept, we are doing we are what are we integrating, we are doing a marriage between architecture, landscape and design. So oh, yeah. what I do is I just take a shell and I'm doing right from, uh, you know, reflected ceiling plans to electricals hmm. to floor details, bathroom kitchen, um, uh, you know, uh, the MEP details. Uh, i mean and then the furniture etc etc is a small aspect of it Very. which is a second aspect but yeah. you integrate the whole thing hmm. the architecturally see you can't be doing a property which is colonial and inside is all very modern glass and so it's going to be a divorce between the uh, the external and the interior concept yeah so you have to go with the flow Hmm. very very important and once you've got all your details on paper your renders and your concept then you show it to the client and you say okay this is what it's going to look like Hmm. and you know all the drawings all the details everything are there the you know infuse that sense of confidence uh that you can inculcate in a client because it's so important that the client should have that confidence in you. If he feels that you're fluttering, flumbling, you Know yeah. and a carpenter's job, the carpenter knows more than you do, then yeah. there's going to be a problem. What you can do, you have to first put it on paper and then you show that okay, this is what it's going to look like, and then you will then you dictate your terms to the carpenter. Carpenter can't do what a designer can do, yeah, yeah. I think right.
0: the value, the words that they need, so it is basically what you're saying is that what synergy and cohesiveness we can bring to the design, the ideas that we bring on the table is not something which a carpenter, carpenter is a
1: skill person. So let your work speak for itself. Ah. It's so important and let the work speak on paper because if on paper only you are not being able to, you know, put forward what you're trying to actually do, then then obviously you've lost your battle there itself uh, to somebody else. So it's so important that uh, that's why I said don't copy paste because no. you know you go on to Pinterest, you go on to here, there, either say, Oh, photo, tie, or say, Oh, photo. Thai. That is not what design is work. all about. It doesn't work because no, the client specification all. is unique all,
0: all the time. You know, your clients you are
1: have to, work. your brief that, that the clients has given you, make sure that you put that brief on paper, mm-hmm. you design, and you come up with something out of the box so that he, he also feels that this is not something that you've copied from somewhere. Yeah. And you know, this is your unique design. And it's an inspiration. And then they, then once the 3D is done, then he knows that, well, this is the way it, uh, it's going to actually look like. And so then there is no, the carpenter can't tell the uh, client, the, you know, that this is the way it's going to look like because he doesn't have the capability of doing a 3D design, right? Yeah. Only you do as a designer so that is so important so uh, your confidence your uh, experience your expertise and your educational qualification put that to use it's very very important but the, if you, uh, if you do the, that the problem is be... the, the
0: problem is piles that mostly uh, clients do not want to pay upfront. so if we, if if these freshers they are doing designs for them and doing multiple designs and they're not paid a retainer then somewhere it becomes like a game of okay now they're
1: oh, going but to but run away I with our design also put in another, in another, but yeah. that is something which needs to change in this country yeah you need to okay. uh you know you need to put your foot down and you say why it's not my project like if somebody says no payment i said, bhaiya mera kaam thodina hai yeh toh ghar apka hai na aaphe fund karenge, hum na isko fund yeah. toh, a, a, aapko agar you. payment hai agar abhi aapko design hi, pay liye pay karna hai just pay for the design yeah just pay for the design I'm not saying that you pay me lakhs and lakhs. Okay, you can even give me a token advance. So that at least if tomorrow, yeah, if tomorrow my work, you don't like my work, at least my effort, my, you know, that little effort that I've put in that uh, doesn't go waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very important. And, you know, as a sense of encouragement also for people, they should understand if it's their children who are going out there. Yeah. How would they like it? I, so hope, I hope so.
0: that culture changes. I think that, that culture yeah, also needs it's to a
1: mindset which needs to change in this country. It's very, very unprofessional. Uh, first and foremost, the attitude here is, oh, it is not possible. But why it is not possible? Everything is possible. And time management. Ah, ho jaega. You know that attitude about ho jaega, I don't like that at one bit. Oh, yeah. Why ho jaega? Why can't you all do it if I've given you a, there is a per chart, there is a timeline that we need to maintain. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Sometimes what happens is that uh, when I was doing the train,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we had these trucks that uh, you know, we had to do the mock uh, coach of, um, as you know, one rake is around 70 feet long. 70 feet by 10 feet is a standard rake size. All right. So we had to uh, finish one mock up uh, for Udharpur state mm-hmm. in Perambur because, you know, it is like a chases. The, uh, like you see the uh, truck chases coming. So uh, the chases, the, the coupe used to come out. The carriage used to come out like that. And mm-hmm. I was, um, to, I had designed the body, the metal body accordingly. And based on my designs, Perambur. Coach factory was doing the shell. Now, okay. after that, uh, I would do the internal, uh, you know, the internal uh, metal work, etc. And then the insulation and the uh, the first base uh, ply work and then whatever veneer, etc. we wanted. And mm-hmm. then wherever we wanted to put in a uh, art, we had to already, it was pre-decided because we had to put a metal plate. It is not like a home ke and you know, it's all very well thought of and the undercarriage plumbing, yeah. electrical, mm-hmm. Uh, how the HVAC is going to work, because, you know, there is a certain height, Uh, the trains is a different mechanical It sounds very interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very interesting. And I learned a lot myself. So, uh, you know, my two trucks were leaving from Delhi with all etched glass ceilings and stained glass and Mm -hmm. all that I'd done and artworks and furniture, drapes and zardozi, Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. so uh there was these uh there was a cyclone happening that time in uh, bangalore okay. and somewhere down the road uh, the trucks could not reach on time and it and one truck had all my raw material like port ply moldings etc we call hardware etc okay. okay. now my teams were there so mm-hmm. my foreman he's no more now but uh, he rang me up he said madam the trucks have not reached and uh you know the high profile committee is uh, Coming from Rajasthan from the railway board and here hmm. do? So I told him, I said up in Lok board lelo, hmm. fly or in ke. And you know the mechanical guys were also ringing me up from the integral coach factory hmm. came, Madam, Please expedite. I said, it's not my hand if the, the trucks are stranded in yeah. Bangalore and they're not reaching Chennai. I can't help it. Hmm. Uh, but and nevertheless, I said there is a solution. I said, and you know, nobody knew us there. And that time, this process of NEFT of bank accounts, etc., cetera, et cetera, were not there. Not there. So yes. it was, it was you know the whole lot of uh, there, there were financials also involved. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, now what do you do? Mm. So I uh, told my foreman, I said, you do one thing, you tell these guys, you give us the board and ply. Once our board and ply comes, we will give it back to you. Uh, so them. where's the where's yeah. the fire? You know, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So, the, but somehow they refused, you know, the people down, probably they felt that they just, they told my foreman, we don't know how to, humko, we don't know Hindi, we know no English, we only know Tamil. We don't know Tamil, so what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> so, then what did you do? <laughs> so, I asked this guy, I said, yeah, do something, yeah. And you know, yeah. uh, my foreman, he bless him, Sharmaji, is no more. So he says, Madam, kya karo? My madam main? bula, you know, what? Agar un, sidi unglis se gheni nikalata, tedi karlo unglis. And kya ho sata hai? Haan. I said, well, give them a party, do something. So he says, oh. Oh, good idea. So in the haan. night, haan. he buys one big bottle, you know, the crate of bottles. Haan. And he has a party. Next morning, we got all the boards and flies we wanted. Haan. We finished our work and everything. what oh, so I, so I said, what karna padhta hai? Jugaar karna padhta hai? Jugaar karo, kuch <laughs> karo. <laughs> <laughs> but next day only when they realized that to, you know, he's, they've given us a party, they became good friends. Uh-huh. So I, and then they said chahiye, problem. Hi hai. So mm-hmm. we finished our work. The when we finished with the Udaipur coach, believe yeah. me. My goodness, the media went crazy, the press went crazy because they had never seen a train coupe which looked like inside of a palace. A palace. Created in a oh, it's of beautiful, I've fighting. seen it.
0: But I didn't know you You managed it by just having a, a party, throwing a party to
1: the floor. So <laughs> that, was that was only one dabba, the mock dabba. <laughs> then thereafter, of course, we had to do the other 17-odd uh-huh. uh, yeah. coaches. But this was, uh, you know, this was uh, basically again to... Uh, to tell the clients or to tell the board. You see, there were so many. There were approximately around 2,000 people involved yeah. because there was Rajasthan tourism, there was railway Board, there was Indian government, and there was also Integral Coach Factory to also tell them, here, here's a bloody shoot of a 20-year-old kid who's come out of nowhere and she's designing this luxury property, which is, which is actually the uh, gateway to India, you know, which, yeah. is, which is the only thing that India can speak volumes about. Correct. Uh, there were challenges. You had a uh, point to
0: make. You had a point to make and you did that by yeah, just making your enemies also. your friends. I mean, that's that's a huge achievement. Whatever. I mean, Palace so, so of Peace like, is yeah, but, but then this is more.
1: <laughs> no, I know. But on the idea the bottom point I'm trying to make here is that you will have problems always. Yes. you know you have to find a solution and the only way i could find a solution was let's do something where we don't harm anybody and we get our work done yes. you know and we and then what did we do by the time we finished doing it we gave mm-hmm. everybody the credit as in my all my interviews i said it is not my sole project it is the team spirit mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. people in integral coach factory who helped us who held our hand mm-hmm. uh, people in rtdc people in the indian uh, railway board as well as in the indian government mm-hmm. Who helped us? And you know, when the train got inaugurated, the Narasimha Raoji and uh, uh I mean, the ex Prime Minister and Manmohan Singhji was the FM, mm-hmm. Finance Minister those days. And well, those days, the media was not all that. You know, uh, I mean, like now, of course, you have the social media and you have whatever, whatever. But when the train start, when you know, when the train was getting flagged off at the Delhi Cant uh, railway station, and the uh, the Prime Minister was there to inaugurate it. He asked uh, somebody after looking at the train he mm. said uh, which designer and from which country is the design has the designer come mm. and they said no sir the designer's from India and mm. she's a young girl of you know in her she's 27 28 so he said oh I would like to meet her and then you know when yeah, I Indian. went to meet and it was such an honor I said sir uh, I come from a service background and with um, utmost humility and humble uh this thing I would like to say it it is a proud moment for me mm. to be able to put my country as number one in the world today where the train Lovely. is concerned where the luxury Lovely. train is concerned I think so, I'm you know,
0: talking to you <laughs> I can envision you in palace <laughs> of wheels and standing there no. it, it's so no, it's, it's such it's a nice a moment good for you
1: yeah and then thereafter you know even things like um Umid bhavan palace balsaman Sadar samant i mean uh, imperial hotel a lot of heritage hotel uh, and then he, i did a lot of work overseas after that uh, out of india you know austria you know, we did a huge project london us uk so but uh, the idea is that i always tell my team that be humble you know with utmost humility uh, don't become cat's whiskers don't become high handed uh, learn you know learn to create goodwill very very important yes uh, because that is what uh, don't don't just become like cat's whiskers because yes. you're not because you never know how time is going to turn today is your day tomorrow maybe not your day then what are you going to do so this goodwill is only going to take you everywhere
0: yeah but 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 where have has it taken you my god you know this itself your journey itself from where you started and where you've reached will give a huge inspiration to all the beginners
1: i hope so i hope so <laughs> i don't i still don't consider myself trained you know i still feel like i said dil mange more and there's lot to come <laughs> a, to lo- a lot more to uh, achieve you know so really, yeah, dreams. I just yeah. yeah. yeah so hopes and
0: dreams hope happens, you know yes so but, but while that's uh, that's one thing that I'm taking away from this interview that you know your humility and your willingness to even come today and to address all these uh, beginners and freshers itself shows your commitment to your profession your passion for design and your readiness and willingness to share and that's amazing yeah,
1: of course See, I always say, I always tell my staff that the uh, in a tree, old leaves will always fall and the new ones will always come. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are new leaves. They yeah. have to understand. They have to understand uh, how to go about the whole thing. And also times have changed now. You know, these kids are far more smarter. We were not yes. smart enough. Yeah, we we were like really protected children we lived in a cocoon these kids have so much more exposure than all of us do so those things are there and so those, those are things which i think will take them a long way and they sure. have like you said initially they have so much to their thing on their fingertips we didn't have all that we had to go through books we had to research we had to figure out uska crest kaisa hai, which is the royal family's crest and now what they can just google and it's there yeah. Whereas I had to actually go and look at the archives, sit with the Kateras in Jodhpur, on the streets of Jodhpur, get the casting done, get yeah. the metal casting done. You know, every little detail was researched on. Now today yeah. it's just there on, and uh, you know, on Google or wherever. I mean, there's so many uh, networking sites where, where you will find whatever you need to find.
0: Lovely. So, I, 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 I really envy this time. I, I, I wish I was born now than <laughs> at the time when I did because the, the whole atmosphere the stuff, is ready for design you know? the whole atmosphere
1: is yeah, ready but, for yeah yeah but that had its own charm because you learned so much right Correct. you did so much research you did read up so much history you read up uh today's kids don't know what how the french revolution kind of uh, you know influenced the whole or uh, the renaissance movement influenced the whole design yeah. I mean I'd find that they're really lacking where things like history of architecture, history of design is concerned, how the movement, what is art deco, art novio, they have very, very limited knowledge on that. And that is something that we learned by picking it up. Uh, You know, uh, I mean, they can't differentiate between a Georgian to a Regency, to art deco, to an art novio, or to a neoclassical style. That is something that you need to pick up uh, by reading. And right. reading to nahi hai hai, beh, dekha You know, it's all like okay, Google, ko karo, Pinterest karo, Wikipedia. Karo, jayena,
0: yeah. Uh, and, and I think our struggle was sweet, but I'm sure there is going to be even sweeter. So on that yeah. note, <laughs> I think uh, I can go on and on with you, pile I'm 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 so uh, in awe of everything that you have done.
1: No, 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 don't be, don't be. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> But
0: yeah. uh, but but it's great to hear from you and these these students and these freshers and even established interior designers like me have so much to learn from this
1: and Man, thank that's you so
0: much to be here with me today and sparing this time uh, you know
1: no Bhav, that it's been a pleasure Any, Anytime. <laughs> thank, <laughs> okay. you. thank, thank you. you thank you so much God bless God bless to all of you thank you lovely having you. You.
0: you lovely having
1: you. thank you thank you for having me thank you so much thank you.